Welcome to the Clinician Voice Podcast. I'm Robin Geiger, Senior VP of Clinician Advocacy for Ingenivus Health. Today you're joining us for real talk about the struggles of nurses, physicians, and allied clinicians on the front lines of care. We're excited to partner with health executives, clinicians, and industry experts to learn how they're leading through current challenges, shortage, and burnout. And now, let's get into the talk. Welcome to Clinician Voice. I'm really excited to record this podcast episode today. I have the pleasure to kickstart our 2024 podcast series with an interview with Mr. Bart Valdez, Chief Executive Officer of Ingenivus Health and an innovative healthcare leader in the workforce and staffing industry. As Chief Executive Officer, Bart Valdez is an unwavering advocate for the health and well-being of healthcare providers. He leveraged his unique combination of executive level expertise in operations, technology, and finance to build Ingenivus Health into a 2 billion top tier talent workforce provider within two years of existence. Mr. Bart Valdez holds an MBA in finance from the University of Colorado Boulder and a bachelor's degree in management services from Colorado State University. As a veteran of the US Navy, He believes strongly in giving back to the organizations that helped him, and he and his wife fund six annual scholarships at Colorado State University. Bart, welcome to the podcast, and thank you for your support in establishing this platform to advocate for all clinicians, internal and external, to Ingenivus Health. Thank you, Robin. I'm so proud of the company we've built. Ingenivus Health started with a vision of bringing together the best of the industry, to create a continuum of opportunities that no one else was offering out there. Our goal was to offer clinicians and clients a breadth of opportunities and human capital solutions. For clinicians, it meant an array of opportunities to experience different clinical opportunities while building and extending a career in healthcare. For clients, it meant offering new solutions to challenges for healthcare talent and human capital management. We started in early part of 2021, and we brought together true staff travel nurses, fast staff travel nursing, US nursing, and cardio solution, which is now called Vital Solution. With these entities, we harness the power of leading travel, nurse, and physician brands to develop the foundation of our organization. We then expanded to include healthcare support, VISTA staffing solutions, and Springboard Health, which offers specialized opportunities with Allied Health, Locum Tenens, and Cardiac Cath Lab clinicians. And in November of 2023, just this past month, we added Corazon, which offers healthcare consulting and service line development and accreditation expertise. Each of our brands are leaders within their individual specialty areas and segments with one common thing in mind, Our purpose is to build a home for healthcare talent, as well as an ecosystem where clinicians can expand and extend their careers and experience across a continuum of opportunities. Thank you, Bart. You've mentioned eight company brands. How do you make yourself available for each company brand under your corporate umbrella? How do you build culture among your company of brands? We purposely built a company with like-minded organizations. 
they all easily aligned around our purpose of developing a home for healthcare talent. Each of them were leaders in not only working with their clinicians, but also working with their customers. Together, we're creating this organization that is unique in the, in the sense that it offers exceptional experiences for clinicians and really innovative solutions for our clients. I'm fortunate to have an amazing leadership team that is fully bought in to the reason that we built this company and the purposes behind it. And that really helps us to manage all the different businesses that we have because we all have that common purpose across all the businesses. That's great. Definitely a company aligned more with being clinician-centric and client-centric to serve healthcare. There are a lot of challenges in the healthcare industry right now. Ultimately, the decisions we make impact clinicians and overall patient care delivery. What concerns do you have about healthcare that keep you up at night? What keeps me up at night is I think that this country and really the communities within this country are facing a national crisis around healthcare talent. And every day I see new research and headlines about the increasing costs of healthcare or that clinicians are leaving the profession just in droves. It is clear we are facing this national crisis with no real solution that's either immediate or even long-term. Nurses, physicians, and allied health professionals are all feeling the pressure to do more with less. So how do we ensure the high quality of care? How do we make sure that we're committed to the, keeping these clinicians, not just retaining them, but having them thrive throughout their careers to be able to accept more responsibility and really be able to do this in a way that fits their lifestyle? This is what keeps me up at night. We've got a national crisis going on and we're not figuring out enough solutions to really put this at ease. Thank you for that answer. And continuing on with talks about the, this national crisis, a major concern in the media is clinician burnout. Everyone has been touched by burnout, whether through lived experience or witnessing trauma affecting teams. Can you tell me about your experience with supporting clinician burnout? Yes, I, I think the turning point for me was in a meeting that I hosted in July of of uh, 2022. And during that meeting, we had a panel of several uh, healthcare professionals. And what was fascinating to me is that some of those healthcare professionals that we had on this panel had started to give up on the careers. We had a nurse that had worked in the, had received her degree, had been in the military, had worked as a nurse for many years, but had really felt that she was just at a point where she couldn't handle the stresses that were going on on a day-to-day -day basis, the onslaught of, of patient activity because of, of COVID, and decided to change professions. We also had a doctor who had talked about just the incredible burden of getting enough people to help him to help the patients. And the challenges that he was facing every day, that it took more time in administration than he was spending with patients. So we see frustrations like this, and it just leads me back to saying, you know, we have this national crisis. What are we trying to do to solve for that? And the fact that these healthcare professionals that have spent so much time, money, years of education, and so much effort in building their career and building their expertise in healthcare, 
are not uh, now not even using it for healthcare. So I think it's a shame that we can't try and keep people in, try and make things easier for them, and really try and build something that helps the clinicians want to continue to be in the profession. Thank you for your response to that question. I'd like to focus on how Ingenivis Health is supporting clinicians. Under your leadership, Ingenivis launched the one-of-a-kind ACT program. ACT stands for Advocacy, Career, and Tools. And it was launched to help address clinicians' well-being through mental health support, continuing education, and career advancement resources. Can you share with us what was the pivotal moment that led to the creation of the ACT program? When Ingenovus was founded, we were right in the middle of COVID. And we had all the challenges of COVID with just an incredible rate of patients uh, coming into healthcare networks to receive some level of care. And we had a, a severe amount of clinician burnout during that period of time. In fact, McKinsey had uh, reported uh, that three out of every 10 healthcare professionals were looking at leaving the profession within the next 12 months. Given the rates that we're at today, as far as the number of healthcare professionals as compared to the number of jobs, there's a gap of over 400,000 openings in when you compare the number of people available for the number of jobs that are available. That just gets worse if we start losing people from the profession, from the healthcare uh, professional programs that they're in, and from the healthcare profession in general. What we really thought about was, what are we going to do about this? How are we going to make things better for those clinicians? So we really started to commit to, okay, let's create better technology. Let's create better nurse experience. Let's create better doc experience but we're still missing something. How do we address those stress points within the job? So we felt that we needed to create some sort of listing post within the market, as well as start to develop, how, how do we help someone advance their career, particularly given you know the lifestyle they may have, they may not be able to travel or they prefer to travel or whatever the case may be. And then we said, what tools do we need to be able to provide? So after quite a few months of thinking about this and pulling this together, we came up with the ACT program led, led by uh, Dr. Robin Geiger. And this program has really become really the signature event for um, Ingenivus Health and really helps to define how we're looking at the market and how we're looking to solve the national healthcare crisis. And that is to retain people in the profession, to be able to provide them with the things that they need, whether it be career advocacy, whether it be additional tools to help handle stress, handle their finances, handle travel, whatever the case may be, and really to listen to what the market is saying so that we can continue to build programs over time that help solve for some of the challenges that these healthcare professionals have every day. Thank you. Yes. And the ACT program, it's definitely timely. It's an amazing program. I can attest that I definitely have some bias there. Um, but we're looking forward to more with the ACT program in 2024. And speaking of this, what are some of your goals to improve clinician support in 2024 that you can share with our audience? Well, first off, I'd like to be a part of solving this national crisis by increasing the retention rate 
of healthcare professionals within, uh, within healthcare. Secondly, we want to really create a, a platform by which we're encouraging education, we're encouraging greater experience levels, that we're encouraging different types of experience so that the healthcare professionals out there can really start to round out uh, much of their uh, educational and experience needs. One of the things that we sponsored recently was a scholarship program. And we had a handful of scholarships available, very good scholarships. And at the initial thought of when we started to create the scholarship program, I asked the team how many people we thought would it would apply for this for these five scholarships. And at the time, we were hoping just to get a thousand people interested in this. We thought it'd be a good testament. If we got a thousand people interested, a thousand people to apply, that would be really a good testament to the fact that you know this program is doing well. Within the first 10 days, we had over 7,000 applicants. What that showed me was that there is an incredible need in the marketplace for helping the folks that are in the profession to further their education. To have 7,000 people apply for such a small number of scholarships really demonstrates the need out there that folks are looking for greater experience, they're looking for more education, and they're looking for creating better opportunity for themselves and their families. So we wanna to continue to support programs like that. We wanna help to create those solutions that help to advocate for those clinicians to be able to stay within the profession by providing them educational opportunities. So I think as we look at what, what actions are we taking, it's about lowering retention, it's about improving the access to education, it's about creating a better environment for the clinicians to be able to meet their professional goals as well as their personal goals. Well, thank you. There's there's a, definitely a huge need for clinician support, and it sounds like Ingenivis has, has definitely captured the this ability to support them through career pathing, extending their education, and thank you for your service and support of veterans pursuing uh, pursuing their graduate education or advanced education in nursing. When you look at your career and where you are now, what keeps you moving forward? in healthcare. What is your why? My why is about there's so much to do that we can improve upon. I'm a, I'm a person who believes strongly in why this country is one of the greatest countries in the world. I believe strongly in that we have to continue to push our best and brightest forward. I believe strongly that we should have a healthcare solution that makes sense for for the country as well as the communities uh, that are being served. I think that we have such an opportunity, uh, particularly right now when there, there's significant challenges, but right now we have an opportunity to really come together as a business and as a business involved with the hospitals, with the payer networks, with with all the different components of, uh, of healthcare to truly try and continue to push something better out there uh, so that patients can be served. And you know the continuing national crisis that, I, that I've talked about earlier is, is addressed and that we keep it in our sights and it's something that we can continue to work to solve for. So what, what keeps me going every day is I know we've got a really tough fight mm -hmm. 
And, um, you know, I want to be a part of that fight and I want to be in that fight every single day to make this a better company and, and a company that helps provide the solutions that we need to address this incredible challenge uh, that our country faces. Well, thank you so much for that. We certainly appreciate your efforts and look forward to more from you and Ingenivis Health in 2024. And if we could shift our focus just a bit to talk about or learn more about the man behind the CEO title, I've witnessed firsthand your unique way of motivating and leading through storytelling. What's something we don't know about you that listeners would find surprising or intriguing? <laughs> yeah, I think I come from a long line of storytellers. Um, my my grandfather, my grandmother, my father were master storytellers. Uh, I think a lot of times they tell us very scary stories to keep us in line or when we were kids or they tell us uh, stories so that we'd make sure that we were well-behaved so we'd get great Christmas presents. Um <laughs> Telling stories is a great way to convey not just the points that you're trying to share, but also the emotion behind it. And I think that, you know, as you tell a story and people start to buy into that story, they want to become a part of it and they want to understand right. it. And then they immediately sort of think about how their personal interactions or their his family history or whatever it could be uh, is their own story. And, you know, and I, I think it's, I think it's a, a wonderful way to communicate. And, you know, I, I love telling stories. I have a pretty colorful family, so they've always got a lot of new material. Um, and, uh, you know, and I think that regardless of what age you are, um, we're always still learning. And one of the best ways to learn is through stories. So that's why I'm such a big advocate on, on using sort of the art of st storytelling to, to create a point or to create, um, uh, you know, emotion around why you do what you do and, and the purpose behind it. That's awesome. I know you've told stories that definitely resonate with me and other leaders at Ingenivis Health. So we look forward to continuing to hear more from you and more about these stories into 2024. Um, but as we wrap up our interview today, what advice can you leave with our listeners to inspire continued clinician advocacy and support? I, I think that we're still in the dark days of figuring out what's the best solutions. And I think during this time, there's going to be a lot of frustration, a lot of doubt. But I think what clinicians, what people in, in, in our industry of, of providing contingent labor, uh, to healthcare, uh, I think all of us need to recognize that we're in this together, that through greater collaboration, through greater uh, communication, and trying to understand everyone's points of view on this, we're going to get there. And but we've got to do this together. This is um, a, a fascinating industry to me, in the sense of it's one of the few that I've been able to work in, that is really just is is trying to do something incredibly noble and incredibly purposeful, and that is getting healthcare professionals to where they're needed most. And I, I think that's that's something that's um, um, uh, pretty amazing um, uh, as a business that we get to do every day 
in trying to help patients and trying to solve for this national healthcare crisis. So I would say that, you know, just recognize you're not, you're not alone. We're all trying to figure our way through this. Let's work together and, and let's, let's work to solve for this challenge ahead of us. Well, that's a perfect ending to this podcast uh, today. And Art, we certainly thank you for the interview and thank you for joining us. Great. Well, thank you, Robin. I appreciate it. And we look forward to having our listeners join us for more episodes of The Clinician Voice. Until next time. Thank you.